Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the night's show. How's everybody doing tonight? How are you doing, Mike? What's up, man? Doing good. Doing real good. Yeah, dude. So it, it's kind of a <laughs> kind of a somber day here in Cowboys Nation, but we're going to talk about the biggest news, the biggest news of the year, and it happens after Week One. We're right off the bat, Mike. I'm talking about Demarcus Lawrence going to IR. Okay, so broke his foot, suffered a similar injury his rookie year. Uh, he missed about eight games that that year too. Can expect about the same here. I think they're saying six to nine or something like that. So obviously older player now. So will that time frame lean more on, on the the longer side? You know, could it be nine or some? But still, man, it's it's a big chunk of the year, and. Um, We'll have to see. We'll have yeah, to see what goes on with that guy. So it's going to be a big loss for the Cowboys. But Mike, how do the Cowboys feel this loss of Demarcus Lawrence? And just what's your initial thoughts on this? First of all, yeah, initial thoughts was, damn, can the Cowboys catch a break? Right? The uh, the curse continues, Joe. The curse continues. Everybody in the chat, the curse is real. I don't care what any what I don't care what anyone says. Um, we just can't catch a break every year. It's something, um, every, every year it's something Stephen A. Smith's right. What can go wrong with the Cowboys will go wrong. And this might just be the tip of the iceberg. We could be leading into something bigger here. Um, Demarcus Lawrence. Yes. He don't develop sacks, but what does he do? Joe, he stops the run. He's a big playmaker in the run game. And, uh, I mean, he he caused a, a turnover. Against Tampa Bay Bucks, that led to a Mark Cooper touchdown from Dak Prescott, right? So he makes plays on the field. He 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 gets turnovers that leads to points, um, and it, it's a big blow. It's a big blow to have Demarcus Lawrence out. You don't you don't know what you have until it's gone. And, and a lot of people that's been on Demarcus Lawrence's case, it's time to eat some crow because you're going to feel his presence being gone. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? You're, this team will definitely feel it. You know. Um... You know, for all the discussion as far as like sacks versus how much he's getting paid, and this is that sort of thing. That that'll be a, a never-ending discussion. But you hit it on the head, Mike. Very productive in the run game, and he's still a pressure player. You know, he knows how to move the quarterback off off his, um, you know, his uh, his mark there. Off his mark, yeah. So that's a big deal. You know, it's a big deal, and no doubt. So big loss. You have bodies. That's it. You know, you have bodies behind, and it's going to have to take an unsung hero to step up. It's 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 the same old adage, right? It's next man up, but you don't have much back there. You know, you have a lot of raw meat and unproven players, Mike, but if you're the Cowboys, you know, who who's stepping up there? Remember, we're also missing Randy Gregory due to COVID. So this to me, Mike, you're it's almost like we're going second team defense against first team Chargers offense, but What's your, what's your first thought on how do you feel about who's going to take that spot there? Who's going to get the snaps there? Yeah, Goldston. I want to know. I want an update on him before the end of the week from the Cowboys. See where he's at. He passed. He passed and was able to go. And uh, they felt good enough not to keep him on pup or IR. So he's on this roster for a reason. It's time for him to step up, right, Joe? Uh, you look yeah. at Bradley and I. Bradley and I. He has to step up. Uh, we talked about. Why ain't they playing him more? He's about to get the spotlight. He's about to go Imano Imano with some of the best in the NFL on that offensive line. Uh, 
So we're going to see. We're going to see what these guys do. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Kamara gets called up. He could play special teams, and he can give guys like Bradley and Knight, Dorrance Armstrong, these guys some some breath while he goes in there and does some work. Yeah, he's he's undersized, but if he can get some work done in the preseason, the guys are just – he has the bend. He has the speed. I would like to see Kamara get some action too. Yeah, yeah. They're, I think they're definitely just going to throw bodies at this. It's going to be platoon work. All right? It's going to be – Defensive end by committee, okay, for a good portion of the season. So we'll see how that how it holds up. You mentioned a few names there, Basham, Golson, he's back. So, you know, um, you know, when you and I were covering during the draft, we kind of we kind of viewed him more as a Tyron Crawford guy who can come off the edge and play a little bit on the inside. So um, you know, coming off the 40 there, he's not the fastest guy, so um, but he plays with power. So He's got something to him as far as will he be a factor in this game? Will he be activated for the game? You know, we'll, we'll see what they do there. Bradley and I and, and Dorrance will probably be the other guys opposite of whoever fills in for for D-Law. But, man, it's just a big, humongous loss. I mean, it's it's, it's hard to sugarcoat it, man. It really is. Mike, any interest in any roaming free agents that are hanging around to, to sign in here? Anybody you want to maybe, you know, trade for? Any names out there like that? Yeah, I've been seeing um, Oliver Vernon's name, former Giant, former Brown. Seen, seen his name come up a lot. Um, but I, it's, it's hard to say, man. But, you know, Will McClay found David Irving, right? And off a practice squad before he became a knucklehead he he was a star player right so i I, i'm sure will mcclay is looking at film from preseason after preseason to find a diamond in the rough i i don't expect them to find a david Irving. i think that was once in a once in a decade type of player to just pick and find and plug in there and play and play at that high level right but maybe he could duplicate it maybe he could do it again um but well, McClay doesn't do good in free agents anyway. Um, so let's see what he can – let's see what they can find out. Uh, I don't know our practice squad. I, I, we, we lost uh, – what Car- Carter, we lost him. He went to another practice squad. Um, so I, I, I honestly don't know what we have out there on our practice squad, Joe. But it's going to be a devastating blow. It's hard to replace somebody like number 90. Yeah. Shout out to everybody in the chat box. Appreciate everybody joining us live here reporting uh you know we're talking about the demarcus Lawrence injury and taking a little bit of a preview of this game against the chargers while we talk about this so good discussion in the chat box appreciate everybody pound that like button hit that bell notification there guys see everybody in the chat box the usual names appreciate all you guys yeah man so yeah you see a lot of the names and it whenever there's injuries like this you know fans they go through this this cycle you know you you have to like deal with it you start thinking you know can we do this can we do that but at the end of the day you lose a premium player and all that's left out there is just names former names guys that used to be good but they have a name you mentioned vernon injury prone as well you know can you get a few sacks here and there i mean maybe but uh there's a reason why these guys are are, are out there street free agents now yeah. for me, if you want to go and and pluck somebody off of a roster you want to look at somebody who's kind of has some youth to them, but maybe at the end of their contracts, we want to take a look at 2022 free agents at the defensive end. Who's who's coming up? 
who's coming up in a a few names to consider mike maybe maybe the cowboys may want to make a move for a few names here um there's not much though <laughs> there's not much at all obviously the the big ticket one will be Derek barnett he's a philadelphia eagle seriously doubt they would do any kind of in division trade so probably count that out he's a, he's a hell of a player though um now let me see there was another name here that i thought might be interesting well, I, when while you find that name, I mean, we there's still John uh, uh, Simone out there, Adrian Claiborne. Uh, you know, you, you just need a bridge player. Vic, Vic Beasley, who's real familiar with Dan Quinn, is still out there. There you um, go. That's one to keep an eye on. Okay, the other and one that Trent Murphy, more. he's another one from the Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, Emmanuel Ogba. Okay, he'll be a free agent out of Miami. He's he's a. Uh, He's a pressure player. I don't. I kind of want to say he played with the Cowboys at one time. At one point, you know what I mean. Emmanuel Ogba. Let me know. Yeah, the I think he did. Name sounds familiar, but he's he's a guy that that has some some rush to him. But yeah, there's just not much out there. You know, Dante Fowler from the the Falcons, but uh, that that's an expensive price tag there. <clears throat> so a uh, couple of names out there. You know. Tacris McKinley with the with the with the Browns, you know, but he has some familiarity with with Quinn. Maybe they throw a fifth rounder for him. So there's a couple of guys on other rosters that are you know that you want to look at, but it's uh, it's slim pickings. It really is. They you know uh, do do they go back and get Rondell Carter off the the Cardinals practice squad and bring him back. He, he chose not to come back. He, he had, yeah. the option. he said, forget y'all, you know, y'all didn't want me. I'm, I'm leaving. So, but uh, if they want him, they can pluck him back. So, but uh, interesting, interesting indeed, guys, we'll, we'll see some other names out here that are, that are proliferating through the chat box. Any other names, guys, that did you think the Cowboys might have interest in outside of the Cowboys roster? Let me know in the comments. But Chandler Jones, yeah, that would be an expensive one for sure, right? That would be a big ticket free agent right there. Yeah, what, what are you going to say, Mike? Yeah, we, I mean, we've got Randy Gregory gone for one week. Demarcus Lawrence, probably eight weeks. Then we got Lyle Collins for five weeks. I mean, we and we still got the COVID. I mean, in Texas, COVID is is one of the highest states right next up to Florida, right? So COVID is not going away in Texas, which means more Dallas Cowboy players are going to wind up with it, right? Uh, but this is this is yes, we we we're missing the star players, Joe. But this is where I hope Mike McCarthy's feet to the fire. Okay, he, he's not missing a lot of key players, right? Not for a long period of time. Demarcus Lawrence, that's a big blow. Lyle Collins, five weeks, I get it. But they, they're, they're, we have to stop the excuses. If, if, you, if you're going to make your roster, you make it for your starters, 22 guys, and behind that, you make your depth for those 22 guys to replace it. Next man up, right? And the cabacle with Greg Zerline, I, I don't get that. I, I honestly don't. Uh, let letting Carter lead to to another practice squad. I'm sure he's going to get called up to to an active roster here soon. It won't be ours. Uh, but I this this is where I hold Mike McCarthy's feet to the fire. How do you manage this? How do you manage it? Last year, COVID, no fans, injuries after injury. I get it. But year two, you know these players. You've been in the NFL. You're a Super Bowl winning coach. 
You got a bunch of talent around you in the coaching staff. This is where we hold his feet to the fire, Joe. Yeah, yeah, a feet to the fire. But um, I, I hear what you're saying. But it's it's uh, <laughs> we're like like I said, we're pretty much putting out the second team defense out there. Uh, Gallimore's gone. You got uh, you got a young rookie, Osa Digizue. It's a lot of it's a lot of pressure to put on him there in the middle already. Didn't do much there in that game. Uh, right off the bat, I mean, he had some plays, but it's hard to to imagine, you know, that you're gonna feel the the top notch player other than Marcus Lawrence. So, yeah, it, it it's definitely gonna be hard. Um, we'll see how he how he handles it, right? So, man, it's a tough situation to be in. <clears throat> you know, so what the Cowboys need to figure out is, did they do enough in the off season as far as like depth, drafting, and this sort of thing? You know what I mean? So sometimes when you when you get into the preseason and the offseason, it's like, oh, this roster's stacked. You know, on paper we're stacked, but then you really you really find out what you're about when you start getting the attrition, right? Which teams can handle the attrition of the season, right? And while it is a long season, it's not really. I mean, you got 17 games, all right. It's not basketball or baseball where you have like 80 plus games. You can lose a couple here and say, yeah, it's early, relax, this and that. But you can't, dude. You, you got to win these games. You won't win them all. You won't go 17-0. But uh, you got to win when you can. And, uh, man, these, these injuries are, are hitting at the wrong time of the year. But we do have three home games coming up after the Chargers, Mike. So uh, there, there's something there just to possibly salvage. But, um, guys... Is there any diamond in the rough guy that you feel might show up here and really pop off once he gets the opportunity and you're like, okay, this guy finally got an opportunity with the injuries. Maybe he, he never gets off, off the bench now. Who Any any players like that that, that that might be that for you? I'm going to be honest. And the fans might say this too or they might disagree. I'm going to go with Terrell Basham. He went in the offseason in his interview saying he's sick of losing. Well, Terrell Basham, you, you got the you got the world's most expensive franchise in the world, right? And, and the Dallas Cowboys. You're playing. You've got a star in your helmet. You're tired of losing. It's on your back now on that defensive line. You're a veteran. You you got some. You've been in the NFL a long time. You said you're tired of losing. Go out there and prove that you're tired of losing. I look for Terrell Basham to step up. Yes. Yeah, Terrell Basham, off-season acquisition, free agent Terrell Basham. Cowboys had interest in him during the, the draft season, all right? Who could be that diamond in the rough to step up, all right? Terrell Basham won. I like Bradley and I. I think that uh, he showed a little something in the preseason when he got the opportunity. Young player, fifth-round player. He's, he's got the edge. He's got one of the fastest, you know, first steps on the uh, defensive line. So, and I think he's going to get a good amount of snaps. Like, you're really going to see what, what he's going to be about here. So, you know, maybe with this, you find out who you really want in the rotation. Like, when, you know, obviously we'll get Demarcus Lawrence back. Let's cross our fingers in, you know, eight weeks or whatever. But then you have a better rotation with Randy Gregory. Hopefully you can keep it where it's Randy and I, whoever – you're going to flesh out who the hell is going to step up here. Are you going to have just a bunch of guys just being guys? You know what I mean? Somebody's got to really step up here, especially if they're not going to go out and trade for somebody. Um, 
yeah, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to show up, Mike. But if you don't get pressure up front, you're really gonna put more pressure on the back end, Mike. So talking about the back end, we got some more injury news back there, and uh, we we need to we need to talk about this <clears throat> because this is becoming an issue. Issue in the secondary. We got we got some injuries there, guys. So secondary um, injuries. You know who who's gonna step up, bro? Who's gonna step up? So let's talk about a few of these guys because, like I said, pressure from not getting pressure in the on the front creates pressure for the back, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. We can't have Anthony Brown covering. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the thing, right? So you know we're going into this like, man, we already saw what what he does. Anthony Brown and the Cowboys as stubborn as they are, they say he's starting already. So um, now the good thing about uh, what we did see in this last game, Trayvon Diggs did follow Evans yep. left to right. He shadowed him. So that's a little bit. That's something we haven't seen here in Dallas. You know what I mean? So they weren't able to. Tampa Bay w- wasn't really able to to use Mike Evans like they probably would have in, in previous years with the Cowboys. So they Trevon Diggs will will blanket that side of the field, that player. Do they want to blanket Keenan Allen? Do they want to blanket Mike Williams? You know what I mean? Both pretty damn good receivers. So you got to think whoever Diggs is on, minimal. Minimal yardage, touchdowns. Anthony Brown, however, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> you know, whether he's covering Williams or, or Allen, you're in big trouble there. Nashawn Wright, he uh, missed practice today, but because of personal reasons, so he'll he'll be back. You know, a lot of us are thinking, let's get him in the mix, and I think at some point you're going to need to, you're going to need to get a look and see because, you know, you got to find out about these young players. I really hope we get Kelvin Joseph back here soon. When as soon as he's available, get him going, get him going. Like you know that that's it, Mike. Like, what's your thoughts on, on the cornerback position there with those guys? Yeah, because your defensive line is so weak, Joe. If I'm Dan Quinn, I'm, I'm going to press these quarters. I'm going to put a hand on their chest every play. That's going to buy my weak defensive line time. Go get, go get Justin Herbert, right? But we're talking about guys like Rashawn Slater over there. I mean, it, it's just they're just loaded on the offensive line, right? Um, but if I'm Dan Quinn, I got to put a hand on these wide receivers' chest just to try to get that uh, just get that defense some that defensive line some more time to get some pressure on Herbert maybe I wouldn't I would blitz Micah Parsons more than I'd put Micah Parsons in the coverage in this game uh, then that's all going to help out the corners right uh, I, I don't understand why uh, Maurice Kennedy is second in the nickelback position to Jordan Lewis I'll be happy if they keep Anthony Brown the outside and bring Maurice Kennedy up in the nickel to replace Jordan Lewis. I'd, I'd be happy if Jordan Lewis was was on the outside replacing Anthony Brown and Maurice Kennedy was in the slot. The whole thing is we need Maurice Kennedy on this football field, okay? He, he's, he's a playmaker. He has dog mentality. The guy don't give up. Go watch practice. Go watch the blue and white scrimmage. Go, go watch the preseason. The, dog, the dude's a dog that we need. He's an early Jordan Lewis with that Raven defense mentality, right? We need that on this field no matter what. That's going to help our secondary, Joe. I think that's a great point, and I wonder if the Cowboys are considering that because Jordan Lewis did play on the outside of Michigan. 
He has that ability. Obviously, he's not six foot, whatever the hell, but his arm length is what, what's been keeping him on the team. He's got measurables that, that kind of compensate for that. So that would be interesting. I would love to see Maurice Kennedy. Maybe you do, man. <laughs> Maybe you do get a look at him, you know. Uh, but I think, you know, we will see a little bit in the Sean Ryan. Shout out to D-Town Text G, $5 donation in the Super Chat. Next man up, can't hang our eye. Conversation, great opportunity for some of our guys to make an impact. Yeah, and that's really what we're going to see here. Now, how, how do we weather that storm? You know what I mean? So has the culture changed here with Mike McCarthy year two, year one of, of Dan Quinn? You know, I think in previous years with Garrett, you know, I think this team would fold instantly, instantly. Now, have they done enough to turn the roster where, you, where you've gotten that that weak mental process off the team? Do, do the, did they get rid of enough of those players? Or is this going to be a repeat of here we go, you know, we're, we're just going to crumble? What, what's your thought on that, Mike? You make a great point. And that this is why I said we have to hold the coaching staff. We have to hold their feet to the fire. Um, last year was last year. Everyone gave you a pass, but this year's different. You got a healthy quarterback. You you got a, you got healthy wide receivers. Except Michael Gallup's out, but you got Cedric Wilson that can go in there and step up, right? Uh, get get some three and outs. We got a we actually got a pretty damn good decent schedule this year, right? I think we got like the second easiest schedule in the National Football League. Can Mike McCarthy hold this together for us to get in the tournament? Or does this team not buy what he's selling and we fold and we crumble? Yeah. Yeah. We're, that's we're where that's where we have to hold Mike McCarthy accountable. If yeah. he flunks this year because of COVID and because we missed and take Warren's for eight weeks, I don't think he's with the Dallas Cowboys next year, Joe. I think Dan Quinn might be our head coach or Callen Morton. It's it's going to be interesting around here. It's going to get kind of crazy here real quick. But uh, shout out to NC, biggest Cowboys fan for the Super Chat. Joe, there's a guy by the name of Oliver Vernon. Yeah, we talked about that earlier, Mike. It's, um, you know, it's it's one of those names, right? And it's it'll be one of the names that you'll see in, in the rotation on, on Twitter and everybody will be talking about it. But, uh, you know, I've, it's it's kind of more of, of the – Everson Griffin type of names and these kinds of names. It's 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 the the grievance. It's has beens. The the has beens, but you know they they may have to. They may have to just get a guy in here at just another just body. For a bridge. Yeah, just get yeah. us a bridge player for eight weeks. That's all we need. Yeah, We're not talking do. about having him here for the rest of the sixteen games. Just have eight half of those games get out of here. Tanks back. Yeah. So. I'm on board with that. You know, if they if that's what they want to do, like like you said, Mike, a bridge player until he gets back. You know, they they will need more bodies there. So I think they'll make a move like that if if they feel like they don't have or they're not getting that. But I think they're going to give their guys the first crack at it. They always do that. They're very loyal to their own roster, and and I know it drives Cowboys fans crazy, but that that's what they've done before. It's what they do, um, and they keep doing it, right, Mike? So. The other guy in the second day that we need to talk about, Donovan Wilson, re-aggravates the groin injury, Mike. I hate to say this, man, but he's he's injury prone, bro. He's he's getting he's getting hurt a lot here um, since he's been here with the Cowboys. Uh, good, pretty good player when he's on the field, but now now we're starting to talk about when he's on the field. He's good when he's on the field, but dang it, man! Like, it, there's something about him. He's just he's not durable, man. 
He's not durable. Now, we do get Malik Hooker back. We, we did hear about that. So that could compensate for that, Mike. What's your thought on Donovan Wilson, durability, and Malik Hooker coming back? Yeah, I think I think with Malik Hooker to help on that top end, I think that's going to help your corners. I mean, he, he's another – if I'm calling Terrell Basham out, I'm going to call Malik Hooker out, another seasoned veteran that's played at a high level this year or in the, in the, in the, in the NFL, right, Joe? So you look at what's behind Wilson. You got Curse and you got McQuamu. Uh, McQuamu making plays in 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 the preseason games. Um, so I, I think if Donovan Wilson's out, I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna miss that hard hitting presence, right? But I think Curse, we've seen him play some wood against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So if Wilson has to miss some time, I'm comfortable with that because we got KZ, another experienced Dan Quinn guy, and we got Malik Hooker. The, the the smarts of the of the NFL back there uh, to to help our corners out. Yeah, I think you hit as it long right. as they don't trip, they can't trip. <clears throat> yeah. The, now the the um, these guys they did a lot of sneaky pick plays. You know what I mean? I, I think they're they're able to to get away with this in the NFL, and you're seeing a lot more. You're seeing a lot more often. Chargers offense can be pretty prolific in the same kind of way. So yeah, it's definitely. Something you got to watch out for, and, but hopefully some some of these officials will call some of those illegal picks. I think they, <laughs> I think they got away with a whole lot of them there last week, um, you know. But Malik Cooker probably in the mix. Donovan Wilson reaggravating that growing is not good. He, you know he's going to be questionable for Sunday, but I, I doubt he plays. And uh, so the, yeah, that opens the door. You know that opens the door. Curse, he filled in really good for. Uh, for Donovan when he was off. Now, I know some people don't want to see him on the field, but if you're making plays, make the plays. You know what I mean? So, you know, work that opportunity. You know, if, if Donovan Wilson continues to be injury prone, figure out if you have a more durable option. You know what I mean? Is, is it McQuamu? Does he somehow play himself into, into the lineup? It's all about practice, the snaps, right? Well, I mean, you kind of have to. I mean, you draft this guy, right? And you got him third on your depth chart for the strong safety position. If you're if you're going to be the next man up mentality, he's going to have to rotate with Curse or something. To yeah, so you have to get a look at your draft pick. You can't stash him. We've seen that with Bradley and I last year, right? We've seen that with Robinson. You cannot stash your players. You got to go out there, and you got to see what you what, what you got in. Yeah. So that, that pretty much covers the defensive side of the ball. We got rid of uh, we, we talked about all the injuries, how it's gonna how it'll, it'll affect this game pretty much, you know. Um, and not to mention that uh, b- before we wrap it up on on the front there, you got Rashawn Slater. A lot of us liked him, Mike. You know, we, we were pretty high on him, and uh, he pretty much shut out Chase. You know, one of your premier young up and comers, and he did that at Ohio State with him, and did it at the pro level again. So. Slater, the real deal, whoever's on that side, Dorrance or I, they're in for a long-ass day. That's what I'm saying. Whoever's going to come in the, in the play there for, for Lawrence, hopefully they, they get in there because that other side might be blanketed out. You know what I mean? They, that side might be. <laughs> you, can't, you can't blitz to that side. It's just going to be a waste of time. And you got you got to attack that left side uh, of that offensive line. You got to attack the middle away uh, from the left side. I mean. Dan Quinn's going to have to get creative. He's not playing against Tom Brady, uh, which is good. He's playing against a second-year player. 
but you know you can kind of get creative and mix a little things up to try to confuse the second year guy uh but we'll see how creative they can get and we'll see how much tank is going to be missed yeah yeah we're, we're definitely going to find out real quick real quick uh, offensive line mike let's get to the offensive side of the ball uh, do you have a super chat here we'll get to before we get to the offensive line discussion and we're this is a uh, nc's biggest cowboys fan uh, another super chat here joe what is your opinion on bringing in mitchell schwartz offensive tackle everybody smash that like button appreciate that appreciate that very much mitchell schwartz um honestly i have i haven't seen him uh so honestly i, I couldn't even comment on on mitchell schwartz offensive tackle is that a free agent or or is he a uh he played with the Chiefs for a long time. Uh, he's 32 years old. He played with the the Chiefs and the Browns. Before the Chiefs, he was a he was a defensive lineman for the Cleveland Browns, and then he played offensive lineman for the Chiefs. Uh, but I really don't know too much about him. But um, he he did play right tackle though. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what they do there. We'll see what they do there. NC. Um, thanks for that super chat there. But what the what they are talking about is well Jerry Jones, you know, I don't know if he jumped the gun or not, but he came out and said that Steele's gonna be the guy at right tackle, right? But then you hear Mike McCarthy say, Well, we're still trying to figure some things out. So so obviously that 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 opens the door for fans to hope that you get to see Zach Martin at right tackle, Connor McGovern at right guard. What is going to happen? What are they really gonna do here, Mike? It's going to be Zach Martin in his interview said, I play right guard and that's what I'm going to do. So Zach Martin already spilt some beans too, saying he's going to play right guard. And it's going to be doo-doo pants still out there, man. I <laughs> And, and th there, there's some Cowboy fans that, that, uh, that I think it was Cowboys fan talk went and looked and said that he played a decent game uh, against TJ Watt in, in the preseason. And uh, or not the preseason, I think last year. And then uh, there, there's I don't know, I, I don't want Terrence still out there. I'll tell you that the best case scenario, and this is why you can do it, Joe, because you got Connor McGovern who played a, one of the best games in his career against reigning Super Bowl champions. It's hard to, and he looked like a little Zach Martin out there, McGovern did. I, I'm not gonna lie to you, uh, he. You, that's why you have to play Zach Martin at right tackle. It's because you got a guy like Connor McGovern that can go in there in the offensive line. Dak's protected. Why would you want to risk Dak Prescott getting hurt? Why would you want to risk that? We know what that's like. Mike McCarthy has to be smart here, but I, I think it's going to be doo-doo pants still out there. Yeah, man, it, it's it's um, it's kind of leaning that way. Cowboys are, are stubborn, so stubborn. You know, they, they go with the player that 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 doesn't make the, the most sense. So Terrence Steele at right tackle. Mike, my next question for you and everybody in the chat box: Will Terrence Steele be on a short leash? No, no, I don't think he will be because for whatever reason, Cowboys coaching staff, Terrence Steele got. Uh, off-season conditional man of the year award or whatever, right? Mike McCarthy drools over Terrence Steele. He played horrible at the first part of last year, and they still kept him. Yes, he evolved and got better, but we're talking 10 games in, Joe. 
We're not talking three games. We're not talking four. We're talking ten, almost the whole season, that he finally started learning some stuff, right? Um, can that experience carry over? I don't know, and I, and I don't believe it. After Brandon Knight was out there and Terrence Steele was out there in the preseason this year, and they looked like they didn't start at all last year, and that's what scares me. Yeah. No, it, 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 it it's a scary it's a scary proposition for Terrence Steele out there. Uh, so I don't want to see him out there. I know most of Cowboys Nation doesn't want to see him out there. And not only that, not, not only just being out there, but you're talking about lining him up against Joey Bosa. It's not like you're lining up Terrence Steele against, I don't know, some mid-level Ponte guy. Goldston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so – it's, it's scary, bro. And then, like I said, he's going to have to get help. We're probably going to look at more 12 personnel. You're going to probably look at, at uh, Zeke Elliott having to do some more of his uh, amazing blocking. And, and you're going to you'll see that you'll see that small portion of the fan base complaining about Zeke not getting the ball. You know, I, I think for the most part, a lot of the fan base understands how they're using him game to game. Now, I feel that you know, Zeke can have the opportunity in this game. You know, he'll have the opportunity. But just the fact that you're having Steele out there, have a tight end there. You have to pick up some blitzes and, and some some leaky blocking. So Zeke might have to pick somebody up again. So, Mike, what, what's your thought on how this game might shake out if, in fact, Zach, I mean, if, if Steele is your right tackle? You, you, you have an opportunity to, to run the ball against the Chargers, you do. You have a real good opportunity, but you're not going to be able to because guess what Zeke's going to be doing? He's going to be helping Terrence Steele out. Uh, guess what Dalton Schultz and, and Jarwin's going to be doing? They're going to be helping Terrence Steele out, right? Mm-hmm. So that, that's going to limit a lot of your quick passes that Dak Prescott likes, right? You're mm-hmm. missing Michael Gallup. Uh, Dak and Michael Gallup has a, have, has a good slant combo. They have a good in-and-out combo. Uh, yes, you got uh, C.D. Lamb, uh, but Dak has not really played with C.D. CD Lamb a lot, and that showed against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? That showed, I don't care what anybody says, that showed that Dak and C.D. Lamb are not on the same page. So Amari Cooper's going to have to step up here, right? Um, so you got your tight ends and you got your running backs babysitting doo-doo pants, right? So Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott, it's time to shine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think our I think these receivers will have that opportunity if Dak has time. I know I the, the cornerbacks they don't scare me at all. So we're talking about who's going to cover Amari, who's going to cover Lamb. Their cornerbacks are are mid level guys. I mean they're okay, right? So, um, but they do play in a tough division, so they're kind of they're kind of used to playing these high octane type of offenses. You know, when you talk about like you know uh, the Chiefs and these sorts of guys, so the they have some kind of understanding how to how to play high octane offense, but I do feel good about Amari Cooper getting his CD Lamb. But will he will Dak have time to get those passes out? That's that's the key. That's the key. The whole key to this thing. Dak and CD got to get on the same page. Period. We had, we had crucial drops last week. We can't let that stuff roll into this week. Yeah, I, I mean, it, in my opinion, in that thing, I, I think that they're, I think they're good. It's just that that Lamb had, uh, he had too many drops there in the beginning of, the, well, in the middle of the game. Started out strong, 
something happened in the middle of the game, finished strong. So he needs to be more consistent. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think that'll come around. I know that CD Lamb was disappointed in his play. I know that for a fact. He he did not like how he played in that game. And I feel really good that he'll turn that around here in this next game, Mike. So you mentioned Cedric Wilson. That's a good one there. That's a good name to keep an eye on. But uh, and Noah Brown, Noah Brown and Dak have a really good report, too. Yeah, yeah, Noah Brown will be back as well. So that, that's a good one, too. Mike, um, returning back to the offensive line, another you know good test for uh Tyler Biadish this week, or do you think uh, how do you feel about that part of the game there? Yeah, I think Tyler Biadish, what I like about him is he don't give up, man. You know, with a tackle, it's hard because when when the end gets around you, it's over. I mean, there's not a lot you can do except hold them and get a 10-yard penalty, right? But with Biotis, with the center, you got to keep everything in front of you. You're dealing with linebackers. You're dealing with big old hefty mother lovers, right? So uh, so you just got to – I like Biotis. I like – yeah, he got bullied, and he's going to get bullied. It's the NFL. He's talking. We're talking about Vita Vea, who we were high on the draft on. Uh, mm-hmm. We're talking about Nakadama the, the Zuda household, the interior name, right? And I thought Tyler, he played well with Zeke's help. He played really good, right? And so I, I think he got he got some good experience underneath his belt, be honest, did. And uh, I, I, I do I, – I think I – yo, I think I see a great climb from week one to week two with be honest because the only thing that's going to help him is game reps. No, no, that's true. Yeah, you hit on the head with that. Be honest, still still getting uh, his, his experience, right? So – I think that you will see the progression as well. Like you say, he, you know, maybe he'll get beat here, but he'll he won't get beat the next couple of plays. So, really good test. I mean, he's not going to see a, a bunch of these types of players. I, you know, obviously with the Eagles, that's going to be a big test with with the guards in the center with with Fletcher Cox, the beast of beasts. So that'll be a, a big ass test there. Indeed, that'll be the next one. But I think on the Chargers here, I think you know if Steel can hold up here and there you'll be able to run on this team. Uh, I, I feel good about that. I feel good about Zach having Zach back in there. You know, uh, Zeke likes to run behind Zach Martin because he he opens up holes. He opens up those lanes. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how this actually plays out. Cowboys definitely are not out of it. I'm not saying that the Cowboys are going to lose this game, but you definitely have a lot of pieces that are kind of crumbling around you. Is is you the the ship is leaking. Okay, now, do we have enough of the guys here to, to step up and the culture change where you don't fold like a cheap suit? That's what I want to know, Mike. Yeah, you know, we when we talk about man, next man up mentality, uh, we, we talk about how this coaching staff is, is seasoned and have skins on the wall, right? Uh, Dan Quinn been to a Super Bowl. Mike McCarthy's won one. Uh, they, Dan Quinn's been to the playoffs more time than the Cowboys have. Um, so they got they they got enough experience to get us into the bracket, but when you're faced with adversity, how do you handle that, right? And so this coaching staff, Dan Quinn included, Callan Moore included, we're going to find out how they adjust. Players have to execute, but it's how you manage the game with key pieces missing, i.e., Chaz Green against the Atlanta Falcons, right? That yeah. never got fixed. So it's how coaches manage their flaws that's to be termed and that's what i'm watching out for why we got michael gallup lionel a lot of pieces out 
Yeah, that, and that's a great that's a great way to close out this segment because like we have it down here. Terrence Steele on the short leash. I think you you hit it on the head because I think he has to be. I think Terrence Steele has to be on the short leash here because if you start having a, a uh, an Adrian Claiborne type of disaster where you can't execute anything on offense and you're getting sacked left and right, they can't roll him out in the second half. I mean, that'll just scream pure utter incompetence from this team again. So for me, he is on a short leash. If it's one of these crazy, like he can't do anything and the offense is struggling big time, second half or whatever the hell you got to do, the gob. Zach Martin, bring back the other behemoth. McGovern, let's start rocking and rolling. So for me, I, I want him on a short leash. I don't want to see him the whole game. So, Mike, let's talk about Micah Parsons. Everybody in the chat box, pound that like button. We're having a lot of fun talking about this team right now in the breaking news of the day and this preview, right? So Michael Parsons game two. All right. First of all, how did you feel about Michael Parsons in game one versus the championship bucks? Mike. He learned a lot about coverage. I'll tell you that. Uh, um, he learned a lot about reading and reacting uh, play action, right? Yeah. It, I thought it was a really good test. And I, and I like that, that Dan Quinn put, Michael Parr. I was a little upset in my in my post game video, but thinking about it, he's our rookie linebacker. You know, he's our twelfth overall pick. He needs these game reps, right? So I applaud Dan Quinn for letting him get a lot of snaps and uh, and, and learning because uh, Michael Parson, he's a hungry individual. He's a very smart individual. I don't know what it is about Penn State linebackers, mm -hmm. but they sure do love to watch film and study and study and get better, right? Oh yeah. So, um, I, 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 he, the speed, the read and react, it's going to hurt him in his career just because he's so fast. But, uh, but the more he watches film, the more he's able to diagnose play fakes, the way the, 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 the way the guard pulls, the, the way that the center hikes the ball and, 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 and gets in a direction, right? He's going to pay attention to those details and get better in his NFL career. But, uh, but it's going to hurt him for at least two years, but I, I, I really loved Micah Parsons out there. He really made a big difference in the run game. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. I, I just love our loyal subscribers that come back to the show and the Frisco Report, in particular, Marvelin Group. Great follower on Twitter as well, so make sure you hit up Marvelin Group over there. Just got out the barbershop. Time to rock with Joe Rod and Corner Mike. Yes, sir. Marvelin Group, appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you very yes, much. Yeah, appreciate you. Hope you got that drip of a haircut. I don't know. I don't know how to use them. I'm too old to be using those words, but I hope it makes sense. I hope you're dripping on the fade, bro. <laughs> Was that the right combo? Let us know in the chat box if Mike used that correctly. Now, Mike, the linebacker rotations. Did you like what they were doing with the linebacker rotation? Was it too much? Do you want to see more stability there? Were you okay with it? What what do you what did you think about the that there? I the loved game? it. I loved it, Joe. Are you kidding? I think Bill, I think Jalen and 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 uh, Leighton Vanderesh, which I I I really thought Leighton Vanderesh was going to get a lot of playing time. I really did. But we all we talked about how bad Jalen Smith is. We have Dan Quinn seen it, right? So just to limit him, keep him close to the line of scrimmage. Pay attention to what Dan Quinn did. He put Jalen Smith close to the line of scrimmage. Jalen Smith Smith was not five yards, seven yards away from the line of scrimmage. He kept him close because he has closing speed just for that amount of time. 
just for that amount of time, right? Yeah. And uh, smart, smart by Dan Quinn. Leighton Venters, on the other hand, I thought he was going to get more playing time. Um, but I did like the combination of Parsons and Keon O'Neal. I loved it, Joe. I really did. You have Jalen Smith playing that amount of snaps. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers score on every possession. I'm Call me a hater, but I really believe it in my heart. Micah Parsons, Keon O'Neal are the biggest difference in this defense, in the running game. The front, the front, the front. If you have a good front seven, your running game is going to be hard, right? Yeah. Bucks had a hard running game, and that starts with Michael Parsons and Keanu O'Neill. I like how they kept Jalen Smith close to the line of scrimmage. Didn't he didn't have to do too much? And as they did the same thing with Leighton Van Der Esch, who's been hurt, you need to ease him in, let him get his feet underneath them. But I love the way they played linebacker, Joe. I I really did. Yeah, I did too. You know what I mean? Um, in the preseason, I didn't quite like it as much, but I think they were trying to figure out what they wanted to do once the regular season got here. And I think you saw what they were going to do. Less Jalen and, you know, a little less of, of Leighton, but they did have the rotation. But it wasn't it wasn't like 50-50 by any means. I mean, these nope. guys, if you, if you look at their numbers, they weren't on the field that often. They had they know who's gonna who needs to be out there. Michael Parsons is just an elite guy. You know, spin moves. He's got some bend, and I think as as he goes on through the season, I think his pass rush moves will will improve a lot more. They're still raw, but that speed is uh, it's a lot to account for. You know what I mean? So I'm interested to see him come off the edge against a Slater. Let's see what happens there. I think that could be fun, uh, a little fun there to see what happens there, and uh, obviously about blitz up the middle. So. Mike, it's it's gonna be interesting to see what they do there. But Michael Parsons game two, I can't wait to see it. Uh, I'm I'm pumped for that. Like I'm that's one thing I really am excited for in this game is the progression of, of Michael Parsons and how he could potentially impact the game. Four turnovers last last uh game for this defense. If we can get that in this game, we're definitely gonna stay in the game and, and have a good shot at it, Mike. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I'm looking forward to see Michael Parsons. And with, 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 and, and check this out. So check this out, Joe. We just got to talk about the linebackers. So I want to make this point for you real quick. You replace D-Law or Randy Gregory with Micah Parsons. Keep him close to the line of scrimmage. Go get him. You can have Keanu O'Neill and Leighton Van Der Esch in coverage. You can have Jalen Smith close to the line of scrimmage for the run game. Right? So there, you, you can still manage – with your linebacker. We still got Jabril Cox who can go in and blitz, right? So as long as Dan Quinn doesn't panic, as long as he don't panic and he comes up with creative packages, you can make it work until Randy Gregory gets back. We don't need D-Law back yet. Make it work. We can't go 0-2. People need to understand that we can't go 0-2. Make it work for one game with your linebackers in that weak defensive line that's hurting Missing two starters, go one and one, get Gregory back, figure it out from there. Hold, get a bucket that can hold some water for seven more weeks after this game. I, I I really love one of the names that you mentioned there, Mike, and that's Jabril Cox, right? Being that we're going to be shorthanded, you know, on the edge you kind of feel that 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 kind of has to be an option, you know, and, and maybe the wild card, you know, maybe you do see a little bit more of uh, Michael Parsons uh, 
and then you you bring in Jabril the Steel Cox in that rotation, leapfrogging Jalen Smith and <laughs> getting in the scrum, baby. Like I I, I really love the way Jabril Cox played in the preseason. Like that guy is a gamer, bro. Like that guy, he he he's a really good player. So that'll be interesting, Mike. I think that's a good name that that may have been forgotten in this. Let's let's remember the name. Let's remember the name. Will we see some more Jabril Cox? and more rushing from Michael Parsons. So let's see what kind of packages they have in, in uh, store for us, guys. Dan Quinn has to step it up, man. If I got to go over there and coach Dan Quinn, it's going to be bad news. We'll, we'll get a Super Bowl. Me and Joe, go catch the Cowboys. We will get a Super Bowl in Dallas. <laughs> We're going to get that damn banner in the Ring of Honor. We're, I, 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 I tweeted this crap earlier. It's like, we need to raid AT&T Stadium put Jimmy Johnson's name in the ring of honor and break this curse. So guys, anybody going to the game, hang up Jimmy Johnson's name off the rafters. Let's, let's make a pseudo ring of honor. Let's, let's try to break this curse. We're going to, uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm either planning to go to the chiefs game, Cowboys and chiefs, or I'm planning on doing something in Dallas with the game, but I will get with my Mexican grandma in Texas. I will make a pit stop. I will go grab the cross that Mexicans put over the door to keep the evil out, and I will put it above the door in AT&T Stadium. I will put that cross right there. Find keep the all the evil out. The evil and evildoers. So, yeah, Mike, uh, great conversation. Uh, I love everybody in the chat box. Lots of great conversation there. If you guys have any questions, we'll, we'll take a couple here now before before we head out. But, yeah, biggest news of the day. D-Law gone for a big portion of the year. How the Cowboys, what do they, what do they do? You know, how do they compensate for him and Demarcus? I mean, uh, Randy Gregory. Does Demarcus Ware want to come out of retirement one last ride, baby? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think he's enjoying retirement too much. But uh, we'll see, guys. We'll see who steps up for this game. You know what I mean? So, yeah. We'll see, man. It's it's gonna be a good test. I think you know what we find out in this game. Then I, I don't like I said. I don't think the Cowboys will, will really necessarily look outside the team right now this week, being that we're so close to uh, to the end of the week in the game. We'll, they're gonna let these guys write it out and see. You know, th- this is this is a big test. You know, you you are you're getting a test here, Terrence Steele. This is it. You're getting a look here. If you ball out. And I think you'll shock everybody. But if you ball out and play well, if you stop Joey Bosa, you will you will get you know some some uh, appreciation from the fans, man. And and you you may earn yourself you know a, a permanent spot here. Uh, it sounds like a miracle right now, but this is the kind of stuff that needs to happen. You know, you. This gotta is have- what I need. This is what I need Dudu Pants Steel to do. I need him to be Jeremy Parnell. Everybody remember Jeremy Parnell, right? Hmm. Solid backup for us. Went to the Jacksonville Jaguars, got paid, and still played good. Terrence Steele, you want to make a living in the National Football League? I need you to play well. Today, tomorrow, and forever you wear a star because it's going to feed your family, buddy. Be a Jeremy Parnell for me. No, you hit on the head there. That's a familiar name, Jeremy Parnell. A hell of a player. I wish we would have kept him. He could have been, you know, somebody here that might have stuck around, but, you know, they – it is what it is. Uh, 
Interesting indeed. Interesting indeed. Mario Flores here. Let's let's get to this question here from Mario. Do you think uh, DQ will start blitzing more with the safeties like like Seattle does with Adams blitzing with Parsons or Wilson, if healthy, or any other safeties or cornerbacks? Do you think they'll do any blitzing here? More blitzing? You have to. You have to. And that's that's why I brought up Jabril Cox. That's why I brought up. Jalen Smith playing with Keanu Neal, right? You could have Micah Parsons in there. You can you can still run a three technique. You are you can three four defense and still run a base a base defense. You just got Jabril Cox and Micah Parsons blitz. Well, I I want Jabril Cox in coverage, and you you can have Jalen Smith, and you can have uh, Micah Parsons blitzing, right? So you could run a three four and still keep your base your base package in there. You you'll just have Keanu Neal and Leighton Vanderesh and and your two linebackers, right? So uh, I, I think this is the week you got to go three, four. And uh, if, if blitzing is what it is, blitzing is what it is. But I need, I need Maurice Kennedy on the field this week. Uh, I I like that. No, I I, I want to highlight this comment here because this could be the game here because we talk about, you know, we talk about a short leash. <clears throat> I'm with Tariq here. Tariq Salam, Salim, get Anthony Brown off the field. Yeah, I think I think this is a player that you have to be on a short leash with. Like I said, if if we if he struggles again, you got to get a look at somebody else. I, I I like the idea that you mentioned, Mike. As far as like, you know, maybe you get a look at Jordan on the outside and you put Kennedy there in, in the slot because Kennedy he plays better in the slot than he does outside. So. But Jordan does play better on the outside than Kennedy. So that's an idea. Now, Sean Wright, got to get a look at him. Got to yes, get a look at him now. He will get beat, but, you know, I think we're just seeing too much of a beating from Anthony Brown at this point. It's like, can you get worse than Anthony Brown? Like, it's hard to imagine getting worse than what Anthony Brown's putting out there. So I'm with you, Tariq. Let, let's see what happens there. If Doodoo Pants Steel and Anthony Brown have a baby, it's gonna be Doodoo Brown. Can't be having that. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be that'll be something that'll be something to watch. Oh, here's here's something low key right here. You know the deal. I love this. We didn't mention it, but it needs to be discussed, Mike. Greg, the peg leg Zerline. Better not miss this week. I'm with you. I'm with you. See, you know the deal? I don't I don't blame this. On Greg the leg, dude. I don't. This is coaching. This is Bones Fossil, who don't have a playbook, who wanted LP Lattisor out of here, who Nick picked the special teams apart. That it, it's did a two a, a one eighty just in a year, right? The special teams have totally changed in, in, in the year that two in two years. This starting two years that Bones Fossil's been here. This is Bone Fossil's fault. This ain't Greg the leg. He didn't have a pre. He didn't have a preseason. The preseason he did play in, he looked. Horrific. He didn't look good. He couldn't get the ball into the uh, to, to for a touchback. I think he missed the field goal in the preseason. This is the coaching's fault right here. This ain't Greg Delight's fault. This has bone fossil all over, and I can see why Sean McVay wanted him out. Uh, the lunatic, I think, makes a good point. Back surgery and an unreported quad injury. What the f? Yeah. So we saw that we saw that uh, just a day ago, right? The lunatic. I, I saw that reported too. I think it was Archer that reported that. Um, yeah, man. 
hiding stuff from the fan. That's why these guys have a track record. Like when when we hear about injuries or somebody's not on the field, Cowboys don't necessarily reveal the full scope of it. You know, they they kind of hid that second surgery that that Dak Prescott had on the ankle. Dak Prescott really revealed that in uh, Hard Knocks. You know that you know I had the second surgery. <laughs> you know, and we didn't want anybody to know or whatever the hell. I was like, well, we we did know. Like, that news did leak out. And it was more the Cowboys hiding crap, right? That's that's why we don't trust him. But, yeah, man, for me, Mike, I think it is on him. Like, I, I understand where you're coming from. But for me, I think it's a mental yips thing. I think he has the yips. I don't know if he f- feels comfortable in his in his body, like the, the, the lunatic saying here, back surgery. A lot of these guys that have the back injuries, you know, they, they don't – I think it just affects the kicking game immensely. But, you know, to go back to uh, Tariq, he can't miss another one this week. If if he starts missing critical field goals, you got to go and get that practice squad kicker and give him a go in week three and just let's go. Let's go. Is Kai Forbath available? Cobra Kai? I don't know, but if he is... I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. I need foot bath in here. I need foot bath. Elmatic with a super chat. Appreciate you, Elmatic7. Appreciate you coming through again, bro. Our best three defensive linemen are out. Gregory, Gallimore, and Tank. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that earlier, Elmatic. It's it's definitely Don't a, sleep on old Dickie Zua. Yeah. Uh yeah, also, you know, he he's definitely the guy right now, but a young guy still getting his feet under him and uh playing next to uh you know, Carlos Watkins and then some of the other Brent Urban. Hey, Carlos Watkins, dude. When they signed him, I was like, who's this? I actually like Carlos Watkins. I do. Yeah, I I, I had him as a camp body and he he really he he really impressed the crap out of me. So, you know, and um a former Clemson player, they they the Clemson coaches up those those D line pretty well. So I think that that boded well for him. And he's he's found himself a good spot here with the Cowboys, but yeah, Omanic, huge loss, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what the Cowboys are made of here if they're able to to get this thing turned around and go one and one. We got to win this game. You don't want to go on a skid because then you get you into You don't want to go over, especially with the Eagles win last week. Yeah, you're the only team in the NFC East. You 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 got to go. You got to go tie this thing up. Go one and one. Hopefully the Eagles lose. We can't have these Eagles winning, man. We 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 got to win some ball games. We don't. I don't want to fall behind, and it's a December to remember marathon bull crap. Go win it all. Fuck that. Take care of business right now. You might have to bleep that out for the podcast side of things, but go out there and go win games, man. I'm tired of this crap every year. Yeah, it it is. They they got to win it. They they can't go zero two because then you break it down. They they do it every year. They they break down. If you start the season zero and two, the chances of you doing this or this, and they go down, the more you lose. So we don't want to be in in that in that predicament early in the season. You want to win. You want to win. You don't want to lose. Soup trap with the big donation here. Great job, Mike and Joe. Love the content as always. Best Cowboys show on the two. Appreciate you, Soup Trap. Appreciate you Thank following you, on, on on Twitter as well. Soup Trap, appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you very much, man. I, and, and shout out to Soup Trap for the Twitter interaction. Absolutely. Always out there. Always out there following and in full discussion mode, guys. So, yeah, definitely hit us up on Twitter, Cowboys Blog Net, underscore Cowboys Corner for Mike. 
and we'll we'll hit you up, man. We'll hit you up. Appreciate that super chat by Soup Trap. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, but I'm gonna tell you guys, if you follow me on Twitter, I I, I don't tend to the fans and what the fans think. I say whatever I want. So if you if you if you get your feelings hurt, don't follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's that goes the same for me too, man. I just I don't we don't we've never sugarcoated anything here, Mike. I mean, we, we never have. It's it's it's. You hey, know. Ryan Doyle in the house right here. Go out and get Mike's pet cats, Felipe Franks, and Marvin Wilson. <laughs> I I gotta admit, Felipe Franks looked pretty good in the preseason. I just hey. don't know how I got Melvin. I talked I talked to you the I don't know how I got Melvin Wilson. So we're on. I honestly don't. Oh, Marvin. Yeah, I think you got everybody. I think everybody got him wrong. But that's that's fine. That's that's what happens in the draft. Speaking of the draft, defensive end to keep an eye on. I tweeted it earlier. Aiden Hutchison out of Michigan, number 97. The next up-and-coming monster. Make sure you guys check him out, Michigan, number 97. We watch a couple games. Impressing so far. Cowboy scouts were reportedly at the Michigan and Washington game. So they're looking at players there from, from those squads. All right, right out the gate, baby, right out the gate. So keeping on those guys as we continue through the season and uh, that sort of thing. But uh, I think that's where we're at for tonight, guys. Appreciate everybody that joined us live and watching us on the replay. Pound that like button before you guys head out for the night. And uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how they do here. We'll definitely talk post-game. Um you know, after the game, come back here and I'll I'll have my my post game video after the Chargers game. What time is that game on Sunday? Are we playing early? Are we playing afternoon? It's game time, Joe. That's what time it is. <laughs> game time, right? What well, time Joe is that game? out the, the time. Let me know, long time Frisco Report viewers, if y'all like this new camera angle of me. <laughs> So that's Let me know. Seriously, game. I need some feedback. Let me know if you like this camera angle. That'll be an afternoon game on CBS. Will we get Tony Romo and Nance? Absolutely not. It has to be a 325 game. And it is a 325 game. Oh, we're definitely getting Tony Romo and Jim Nance. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I I, I like, uh, I don't know, I, I like when Romo calls our games. I, I have to say I like when, I, I'd rather have Romo call our games than Aikman. You know what I mean? But uh, it is what it is, guys. Let's have a good rest of the week. Let's let's hope we don't have any more bad news and no more BS. Let's, let's get to the game. Let's pull out the win, and then let's see what the guys do. All right, guys? But that's all we have for tonight, guys. Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already. Absolutely, Joe. Capwest Corner right here on the tubes. Guys, I've actually been posting a lot more. It's, 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 it's crazy, but I am posting a lot more, so. Definitely check me out on Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube, guys, for all the latest and the greatest. Um, and underscore Cowboys Corner right there on Twitter, fellas. Uh, if, if you want to subscribe, subscribe. If you don't, I'm sure I'll pop up on your timeline somewhere when I go on my rant. So we'll see each other again if you don't subscribe. Absolutely. Absolutely, guys. But that's all we have. We'll see you next Tuesday for the first report. Peace, everybody. Peace.